provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Two douchebags. One microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Topher. Anyhow, we promised, as forepromised, the NFL predictions for Wild Card Weekend. Yep. And it's going to be fun if you're listening to this after the games have been played. Oh, they you will. Can, you can call us morons. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> so people go, gosh, you're stupid. Yeah. That's so, always a good time. Yeah, it is. Good times. <laughs> good times. Yeah. yeah, people might listen just to find out how stupid we are. That is kind of fun because I saw a thing the other day of you know, NFL predictions from before the season started and then they're <laughs> playing them now that the season has ended. Oh, the, one of the funniest ones is Ed, practically all of the talking heads uh-huh. had the Chiefs finish second in their division. I had I saw a number of them saying the Chiefs wouldn't even make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I did see that too, yeah. Every other team is... is, is Taking a step forward, and the Chiefs have taken a step back. They lost Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes has 5,278 yards uh-huh. and over 40 touchdown passes again uh-huh. without Hill. And let's see, we've won more games than anyone else in the AFC. Yes. Especially since two teams and, decided not to play a game. And tied with the NFC, yeah. <laughs> and tied with the NFC. Yep. Which would be uh, the... Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. So, a- anyhow, yeah, it's funny reading these predictions now and how yeah. idiotic they are and how people, once again, I go back to the counter-programmers. Uh-huh. The people that went against the Chiefs are counter-programmers. I'm sure they didn't even really believe that the Chiefs were going to That's they, what I'm they saying. I don't wa- think they did. They just wanted to say it so they'd be cool in case it didn't happen. Yeah, they go, oh, I don't believe that they're as good yeah. as they used to be. Uh, yeah. Mahomes obviously lost a little bit of his arm strength. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Kelsey's another year older. And uh, they're, uh, you know, whatever the fuck they can come up yeah. with. Whatever they can pull out of their ass you just know, to make them sound. Somebody could stand here and say, Jesus will reappear on this spot in exactly five seconds. Oh, yeah. And if it doesn't happen, everyone ignores him. If it does happen, that guy has instant credibility. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the LDS Church in Independence mm-hmm. where they have that big uh, spike, that big steeple. Uh-huh. And they say that that's where the foot of Jesus is going to land when yeah, he comes back that to that exact spot. Isn't that going to piss him off? You're going to step on that real spiky point? He's going to go, who the hell did that? Uh-huh. Well, that was the LDS down there. Yeah. <laughs> they got a real nice organ in that bring, uh, place. Bring them to me right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And a huge band-aid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, NFL predictions. All right. Wild card weekend. First on the docket. Yes. Seahawks v 49ers. I think that's going to be a really good game. I think so, too, because I think the Seahawks are a little bit better than people think. Mm-hmm. And I think San Francisco is not quite as good as people think. Yeah, I think San Francisco is going to fight like hell, too. I think yeah, they're, they're really going to fight like they want it. I think Frisco's going to end up winning, but it's not yeah. going to be as easy as people think. Yeah, and, and that's turning into one of my favorite rivalries in the league, Me is too. the Seahawks and 49ers. If you look they at play their twice games, a year, they play twice a year. And now they're the playing again in the <laughs> yeah. playoffs. And, and it doesn't matter which team's been a superpower or not, whatever mm-hmm. you're talking about, whatever time frame, yeah. always a good game. 
Always. It used to be that Usually was what you game. could find between the, the Browns and the Steelers. Yes. Even if the teams were sucking that Doesn't year, matter. It's a dog they would fight. go all out against each other. And I think the Seahawks and the 49ers are kind of that way now. So that's gonna. I'm going to go with 49ers as well. But, but I, it's, it's not going to be close game. as, as uh, far off as people think. People, yeah. it's, people seem to think that the 49ers are just going to trounce them. Mm. That's not going to happen. I think it's going to yeah. come down to maybe three points at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see it being within a score. And, and quite frankly, I think the 49ers team, they were in the Super Bowl against us a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they didn't win it, but they were in the game most of the game. Yeah, they're they're a good team with the uh, ability well to be coached. great at times. They have Christian McCaffrey now, which is mm-hmm. no slouch. Yeah, That guy is insanely good still. So I'm going to say that uh, because they have McCaffrey, you're probably yeah. going to win by three points on some heroics. Yeah. So. And if, if the predictions come true that Tom Brady winds up a 49er next season, I'd see the 49ers as a Super Bowl favorite. Just I would from too. That. And that's the other reason I think he's going to go there. Yeah. I think that Tampa's on their way down. Definitely. It easily, it could be said that easily. And he's worn out his welcome there. Yes. It, the shine is off of him. Mm-hmm. He's the losing season this year. They're like yeah. Tom Boo. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be wearing bags over their face here soon. Yeah. And so, I've noticed all, all, the, all the Tom Brady fans, they're all pointing to his past achievements and saying, look how great he is. They're not pointing to this year at all. No. It's like, let's talk about what he did this year versus what other people did this year. They won't do it because this year he sucked. I agree. So they look at all the times he's won. You know, he they saw a meme the other day that he's won more playoff games than all the other quarterbacks that that's are in not the playoffs this year. combined. Well, he's talking about years when they weren't even playing yet. Yes, yeah. it, there's no comparison. There isn't any no. comparison. And here's a let me uh, clarify what we're saying here, and, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Christopher. Mm-hmm. His stats don't look bad on paper, but he's unable to get the win when he needs to. He can't yeah. throw that uh, touchdown. Instead, he gets that interception. Yeah. That's why they were 8-9, yeah. and nine, I think, isn't it? Look at any box score, and when you see a team that has under 100 rushing yards and like 300 passing yards, it's because they were coming from behind all game. Yes. They were struggling It's bullshit to yards score. is what they call yeah. it, bullshit yeah. yards. So all these, you know, these high passing statistics, that because that's because Brady, for a lot of his career, was scrambling to come back from behind. Yeah. Not because they were, you know, if they were a dominant team and winning easily, then the rushing yardage would be way up because they'd be running the clock out. Absolutely. But his passing yards and his, his touchdowns are so insane it's because he was constantly scrambling to keep from losing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, great, he won. Yeah, but he was never the type of quarterback where they go into game and just cruise and dominate the whole game and be done. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's what I expect. Definitely not the run they had on their Super Bowl year. Yeah. Definitely not the run. Yeah. I mean, so. a, a pickup truck can run over a picket fence and just go plowing on like nothing. And that's how I expect Tom Brady to play. But he doesn't. He's like the little bug running around trying to find a way through. And he's got a red scamper over here and a scamper over there. And he just barely survives. <gasps> oh, he made it. He survived. Yeah. Okay. That's not a great quarterback. That's a lucky as hell quarterback. Yes. <laughs> and this year he hasn't been quite so lucky. No. And, you know, if he does that over a 30-year career or whatever it's been, then I guess you could say, you know, he's pretty good. But luck played a lot into it, and he never was Mr. Dominant. 
it was always and like, oh my God, coming back at the bags. last second. He played a lot of ass bags in the Super Bowl too, including the Giants who happened to catch fire both times and beat him. And he had a division that had two perpetual losers in it, Miami yes. and uh, the Jets. And the Bills too at the time. The Bills were up and down, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of years... They were just, you know, they could go into the year thinking six wins in the division to start with. Yeah. Guaranteed. Because yeah. they played in a division. And of, I do think that played in them going to Tampa, too. Yeah. They looked at the division and said Carolina, Atlanta. Uh-uh. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go there because I'm almost guaranteed, like this year, losing record, still getting in. Yep. That's why he done that. It's like losing record, I yeah. can still get in. And he bailed from the AFC because that's where all the young talent was that he can't compete yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, with the Josh Allens and the Patrick yeah. Mahomes. He would never survive Justin the playoffs Herbert's. against those people, no, so he had to go somewhere him. where he'd never face him in the playoffs. Yes. So now Belichick's over there eating shit because he's still <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it, that takes a lot of the shine off of Brady that he's bailed on a tough situation to go into a slam dunk situation, and he still has a losing record. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I should have retired. Uh, number two. Number two. Chargers versus Jags. This one I'm having trouble with. Me too. The Jekyll and Hyde of the Jags confuses me. Yeah. And if the Jets you have, have shown flashes. Yes. Um. Okay, wow. I'm going to try to break this down a little bit. All right, so whenever, uh, what's his name, Trev, uh, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence is on, yeah. he looks great. Mm. Whenever he's off. He looks awful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I okay. get Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance confused because they have the same initials and they're both young quarterbacks. Trey Lance is, what, Niners? Yeah. Okay, Trevor Lawrence is the one in Jacksonville. Now, the Chargers have a pretty good pass rush. Mm-hmm. Bosa and who's the other guy that's really good there? Blanking on the name. But. Uh, me too. They have a couple of really good pass rushers. Mm-hmm. So to me, that would be a check mark in Chargers' favor. Yeah. Justin Herbert's much better at this point He's than never Trevor played Lawrence. the playoffs before. Yes. Justin Herbert has missed the playoffs so far in his career, so this will be a first I don't think they're that well coached either. Um, well, I think Doug Peterson has the Jags. So I've got two and two check marks here. Who's the home team? The Jags. But it is Jacksonville where everybody's on Daytona Beach or wherever, and they're not in the... So a couple of warm-weather teams playing in a warm-weather side. Yeah. You know, I think I'm going to (laughs) lean... Excuse me. I think I'm going to lean for the Jaguars. Because I think Herbert is going to find it difficult... To I, overcome adversity in a playoff situation. I agree. I think he's going to kind of find those shoes a little too big to fill this year. I agree. But I do think with the right moves, they're a team that's ascending. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's a pretty good quarterback. He has the ability to get out of Philip Rivers' shadow, but right now he's yeah. right there. I, I think this year they're, they're going to be out in the first round. If this were next year, I'd... I'd be more likely to depends get on the opponent win. too. Yeah, if they get their status up a little bit and they play someone a little bit tougher, yeah. uh, then I don't know how they're going to react to it. Like, let's say next year if they go against the Bills or Chiefs, mm-hmm. I don't know if I give them much credit on that. But this year against the Jags, it's pretty even for what I can tell. Yeah. And I think it's really a coin toss. But the Jags are at home, 
and I think Herbert's never really been in the playoff game, but neither is Trevor. Trey Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, either. Weird Jesus. Yeah, weird Jesus, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm not real. I'm going to say Jags, too, a slight yeah. edge to the Jags. They're at home, and I think there's still a certain degree of that uh, um, they're the Chargers, something's going to fuck up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not real comfortable with my choice, but I'm going to stick with the Jags. And traditionally, also, the Jags have been giant killers, anyhow. That's true. That's true. So there was a year alone, they made it to the AFC Championship. They beat Denver, the big bad Denver Broncos. They beat them, and I remember was like, Jim, <gasps> Jim Rome was uh, was uh, saying how the AFC Championship was going to go through Denver, and one of us, one of the people, called up and said, "Well, what if Jacksonville wins? You know, they could, you know, that that means you know they could knock Denver out." And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Jim Rome was saying, no, no, it never happened. Never happened in a million years. And then Jacksonville goes out and does it. <laughs> that was the year yep. both expansion teams made it to the championship game. Yeah, it game. was. The Carolina Panthers. did too, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, plus there's the cross-country flight for the Jag- for the Bolts. That's another one. So that's going to be another. Yeah, I- I'm going to go with the Jags. I'm going to go with the Jags. Slide edge. Yeah. This game come down to a point or two and yeah. probably a critical mistake, mm-hmm. which I'm going to go ahead and give to the Chargers a critical mistake right now. Yeah. So. I can't wait for this next one. This is going to be good. Dolphins v. Bills. <laughs> so. Bills, definitely. Hello. Um, I just love it that Tyreek Hill was was transferring his claims to the new quarterbacks. Like all of a sudden, he's the most accurate in the whole, end, and they did got a drug test for it. To, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we got to go drug test Tyreek Hill. You know what he's saying about this third string quarterback? <laughs> I go back to what I said originally. He stepped in a bowl of shit, mm-hmm. and he couldn't clean it off, mm-hmm. so he had to go with it. He, he had thought to just the Chiefs that that was were going to beg for him. Yep. So he thought he was going to hijack the Chiefs. I want this, this, and this, or trade me. Yep. They, they call back and they go, uh, yeah, we found a trade. How about the Dolphins? <laughs> so then he was either going to go, I was just joking, but by then it was probably over with anyhow. Mm-hmm. The, you know, he probably, they probably already called Mahomes and Kelsey and said, hey, you know, and Reed and Mm-hmm. Let him go. Get used to life without number 10. Yeah, it's going to happen anyhow. Now, when Carl Peterson came in here in the late 80s, uh, the Chiefs had a wide receiver named Stephon Page, who wasn't mm-hmm. all that great, but he was the best we had. Yeah. And he decided to hold out immediately to see what he could get from this new management. Yeah. Carl Peterson immediately said, yeah, we're done with you. From the very moment, they said, oh, Stephon Page is holding out. And then Peterson's comment was, well, we're just going to have to go on without him. And there was never, never any talk about trying to get him back, trying to offer a contract. It was just always, okay, we're going to do without him then. I agree. If he's yeah. holding out once out, then bye. And it worked out very well for him. I did. They didn't win a Super Bowl, but they were a perennial winner. And Stephon Page never caught on with another team in, for no. more than a few games again. It's, that was well, the end of his career. There's this thing about was, paying someone what they did as a paying someone for what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that plays a lot of factor in, and this play, this played in factor in Hill, too. Yeah. You know, Hill is a small guy for the NFL standards, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he's basically built like a running back, and he's taken a lot of wear and tear. Sooner or later, he's going to get that one critical injury yes. that slows him down enough to where he's not going to be the same. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to be on the hook for what the Dolphins pay him? Oh, God. 
better than being I on mean, the hook for Russell Wilson, I guess. They're just but, barely going to the playoffs this year, and it's against probably could be the best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I mean, yeah. and without it, their starting quarterback, yes, who they should so, they should have benched way earlier. So this goes back to what we're probably both predicting: they're one and out, the Dolphins. I think so. Yeah, it's Honey. one and done. Tyreek Hill sits at home while we play next week. I would love to know what how many years of a deal. Hill has there. How long is he stuck five? in Miami? I think so. I think it's, I think the, it's you know, in the rest of his career, basically. Yeah. So he may well, be stuck in Miami yeah. for a, a while on a perpetual uh, one-and-done team. You know, Got into the playoffs! We lost in the playoffs. That may be the rest of his career from this point. Hey, on a different note, I ought to do like I did on a cruise ship mm-hmm. where people are coming by looking to see if I'm really working or not. And uh-huh. I put, I got a large boil on my nutsack. <laughs> I ought, to, I ought to put that start on a piece talking of about paper that. here. Put it on a piece of paper and set it right here. Large boil on my nutsack up next. They'll probably tune in for that. I remember I had a couple of pops, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm coming up with crazy ideas. And I noticed there went rubbernecking my fucking laptop. I'm yeah. Like, oh, you fuckers. Watch this. <laughs> They'll give you something to look at. Oh, yeah. As soon as I see her, they're away as fast as they can. <laughs> or so, just start typing in, you know, contagious diseases. <laughs> and they're like, ah! oh, shit, oh, shit. I ain't sitting next to that guy. <laughs> no, I'm going to say Bills over Dolphins big. Yep, yep. Gonna, That's why I went ahead and crossed it out. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's going to be an ass-stomping, yeah. hole-in-the-ass, hole-in-the-ground, yeah. ass-stomping. Yeah. If, if betting on the NFL wasn't a complete sucker bet... If it was actually legitimate, then that would be the one to bet on. An entertainment network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the NFL can script outcomes, and yeah. I believe. Well, they influence them at the very least. We yeah. know this. Yeah, and I believe that the goal this year is to have the Bills win the Super Bowl because of uh, because of Demar Hamlin. I think it was already in the works. Yeah, Demar Hamlin just really kind of solidified it, and it gave him a great opportunity to get rid of a pesky game. That might have hurt the Bills' chances. Yeah, so I think it's kind of like this. If you see the Bills and the Chiefs in it, look for every call to go towards the Bills. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the golden shine is on the Bills, and it's not public opinion. It's 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 behind the scenes it's manufactured. It's behind the scenes, and it has yeah. been. It's been manufactured for yeah. a while, so yeah. The only question is, who's going to be the sacrificial goat that the NFC has to put up that the Bills are, are are going to automatically defeat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it so, could be the Chiefs because we've been there and done that for so long that they're like, hey, we could well, do I mean, these guys. Well, I mean, in the Super Bowl, yeah. it's going to have the NFC. And then, and then later on, I could see this happening too where they come back in favor because people are kind of like, you know, Mahomes is a cool guy and he's having a resurgence, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We'll see what happens with this. Yeah. That's that's why and if any bet on the NFL is a sucker bet because they are allowed to change outcomes and rules. Yeah. You know, however they want to, whenever yeah. they want to. Yeah. yeah. There's no way you can take legal recourse for betting. No. No. To me, that's a sucker bet as it is because why would you bet on entertainment? You don't go into a movie and go, I bet that guy dies. Well, uh-huh. I guess some people might, but yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's and people bet on like the Oscars who wins what yeah. okay all the winners are determined before the show even starts yeah, all so those long ones are printed inside, they fucking uh-huh. they, yeah they got the uh, plus there's no reason to watch the award ceremony because all the answers are predetermined you're not watching the outcome being determined 
they're just making you wait for the answers that are already written down. You might as well wait until the show's over and then look it up online. You get all the information one second later and everybody else did. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but it's nothing you would gamble on because it's not a contest. It's not, you know, one versus the other. It's predetermined. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we'd like to have happen, so this is what's going to happen. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. There's no big secret. We all know this. Anyway, so. Okay. Um, next on the slate, Giants v. Vikings. Mm. This one here, it's going to be tougher, I think, than anyone ever thought. Yeah. I mean, my impulse would be to say Vikings, but they we are. We are talking about uh, um, uh, Kurt. Um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, yeah. Yeah. If we weren't talking about Kirk Cousins, but he does have some weapons. He does. Jefferson and... Uh, um, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. The running back. Because of those two, despite it being Kirk Cousins, I'm going to go with the Vikings because of their weaponry. I think so, too. I think. And the, it's in Minnesota. I don't think the Giants... You know, they haven't looked all year. The Giants haven't looked all year like a playoff team. They've been but the a Vikings Jekyll and Hyde team that backed their way into the playoffs yeah. instead of barreling into the playoffs. The Vikings had a couple of setbacks, but they did have the miracle against Cincinnati. Or not Cincinnati. <laughs> the uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. And I can say Indianapolis because we have virtually no listeners in Indianapolis, so fuck you. Yeah. And if you just listen on this one, I'm sorry. We love you. <laughs> Indian, Indianapolis yeah. should write a thank you letter to Lovey Smith. Yeah, they should. Because Lovey Smith knew he was going to get fired from the Texans. Mm-hmm. So he blew out all the stops to make sure the Texans won that final game and didn't get the overall number one draft pick. I know. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was – they – they pretty much told him they were going to fire him, so he said, okay, you get the number two draft pick. Yes. So the number one, how about that? And they couldn't discipline him for winning the game. No. <laughs> no, I love that. He's just like, fine, fine, get rid of me, watch this. Now, now who is it that's been looking at Sean Payton for a coach? That's been Denver and Denver, there's one other and there's team. there's one other team, and I can't remember. Um, hang on. Was that Indy? It might have been Indy. I think it no, might have been. No, no, no. But once again, does the Rooney rule? No, wait, is an NFC team. It was an NFC team. Does the Rooney rule not exist anymore? The Rooney rule states they have to seriously interview and consider at least one candidate of color. No, Indianapolis, uh, um, they just. um, They hired Saturday as their coach. Yeah, but they just interviewed uh, uh, the enemy, I believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who are the two teams that are looking to maybe hire Sean Payton as head coach? There was a team about 10, 15 years ago that got into trouble for that. Is they named this guy, that's the guy we want. Oh, the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinal, that was it. Who just signed Kyler Murray to a contract extension. Oh, he ain't going there. Which oh, no, the they got Russell the Wilson off. in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh,. It was like 10 or 15 years ago. Here's the deal. Sean Payton's going to look at both of them and who he thinks he can get to do what he needs them to do mm-hmm. is the team he's going to go with. Because Sean Payton has the money. He has the notoriety. He doesn't want the money. He wants the notoriety. He's got a Super Bowl ring, too. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He wants a ring with another team because that guarantees him a spot in the Hall of Fame. A few years ago, there Even was despite a- all the family stuff and all that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. There was a team a few years ago that fired their coach 
and named another person as the person they wanted, and it was mm-hmm. a white guy. Yeah. And then they did a couple of cursory interviews with some black black coaches, and then hired the white guy. Yeah, yeah. And the because they jumped, got black. The league jumped on him and said, "Okay, you're just doing lip service to the Rooney Rule. You named this Even guy." Even the in league advance. is doing lip service yeah. to the Rooney Rule. Yeah. So now here's the same thing happening. Two teams are Who saying. Did Eric Bieniemy have a interview with? There are two teams that are saying, we want this white guy as our next head coach. Eric Bieniemy, who did he have an interview with? Two teams that are saying, you know, here's the white guy, we want our next head coach. Why would any coach of, of uh, color go interview with those teams? Because he knows that it's just a, you know, a junk interview to satisfy the rule, and they're going to hire the other guy. Why waste your time? Don't be the excuse they can use. You know, that, that's, that's right. why Eric Bieniemy quit going to some of these interviews because these teams already had their white head coach picked out, but for publicity's sake, they had to be shown interviewing a black head, co- a black coach candidate. Yeah, but here they are doing it again, and nobody's saying shit about it. You know, why? Why is it okay to immediately identify? We want this guy. Yeah. Okay, Eric Bieniemy. We had an interview with the Denver Broncos. Uh-huh. Interview with the Saints. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's the other one? Indian Crapolis. Yep. Okay, there you go. So now those three teams can do their lip service to the Rooney Rule. And then go hire the white guy that they planned on hiring okay, all along. Okay, remember we talked about this on this podcast right yeah. here. Remember this, the NFL wildcard preview. Yep. And let's see if he gets any one of these jobs. And we're going to follow up on this because I'm going to put it in my phone here. Yeah. We're going to follow up on the enemy and see if he gets one job. Yeah. Um, okay, so are you going with the Vikings or the Giants? I'm going to go with the Vikings. I don't think the Giants have looked like a playoff team all year. Me neither. I think the Vikings I, have, so I, I think the Vikings have a better chance of winning. And, and if they do wet down their leg, Kirk Cousins going to lose it. Yeah. So. Now, I'm glad that we're just picking this game and not who's going to go all the way, because I have no idea. Uh, that, no, but, no, no, but no, We're I'm just gonna, talking about this round. I'm going to go ahead and predict the Chiefs and Tampa Bay Part 2. God, that would be that would be something. They would have and to pull not, a lot of strings the to get Brady in. Part two. Yeah. And if that doesn't work out, then we'll put the Bills in, but put the other two NFC teams in. This now, next one's very interesting because could, we they, still don't know. Go ahead. What? I was going to say they could have fun putting the Chiefs and the Cowboys in. Yeah, I would look for that but, script, but I don't believe in the Cowboys. No, not or this year. The Cowboys aren't good enough this year. Nobody believe it. Yeah. Yeah. This next one, we don't know if Lamar Jackson is playing or not, which is everything. Yeah. Ravens v. Bengals. Yeah. Wow. Without Lamar Jackson, I'd say Bengals. But with, with Lamar Jackson, it's going to be close, but I'm still going to go with the Bengals. I think so, too. I, I think. But with Lamar Jackson, the Bengals could win. But I think without him, I don't think they stand a chance. It'll be also interesting to watch that game, to watch the officiating. Because I think there is a... Who uh, would be the love bug on that one? Who do you think that they'd be hugging on that one trying Bengals, to sway? Cause the Bengals. Lo- yeah, because they, they were in the Joey game Burrow and with yeah, the Bills. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the yeah. Bills and the Bengals are both going to get all the calls. And Burroughs came out there and hugged Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And 
they went out there and all hugged each other. Yeah. So you're right. Yep. I think I think I would not be surprised at all to see Bills Bengals in the AFC Championship as a replay of the missing game. And then the Bills go on because yeah. they're the one that had the And then they could tag player. it as the missing game, the game that never happened. Finally, uh-huh. it's here. Yeah, look, Everybody, see. It happened after up. all. Uh-huh. Watch it. CBS this weekend. Yeah, I could see that really That's easily. too much of a perfect TV moment. Yeah. They're going to have to have Bills and Bengals in the AFC Championship just because they could sell it so much. Yeah. They're going to they're do everything they can to make that happen. I'm How y'all sure. doing? No, no, that's all right. You know, uh, hey, maybe we can get a rematch of Super Bowl Four, right? Yeah, I'll there we go. Yeah, awesome. You guys got anything you want to say? No. No? no we, we're just laughing at the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's us, two douchebags and a microphone. <laughs> well, you can have an online presence. Yeah, have to check it out. Yeah. We're up to season three already. Yeah. Yep. Right now we're doing NFL predictions. You'll be happy to know that we have the Vikings uh, taking out the Giants. Oh, we hope so. I'd be uh, able to go to the game and then have us lose. Oh, uh, yeah, I would be. So, uh, what is your view on Kirk Cousins? Um, overpriced. Overpriced? Yeah. I would say so. Do you think he's the guy, or you guys got to draft the guy? I already didn't draft the guy. I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. We can't get rid of Cousins because he's involved in I would agree. I would agree. I mean, you have you have so many weapons there. You need the guy. Yeah. So, are are you from Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's the rest of us here. Oh, hey, hey, welcome. Here's a thought. Remember how remember how Brett Favre bailed Green Bay, went to Minnesota. Maybe uh, Aaron Rodgers can hey, do the same thing. Will you guys take Aaron Rodgers if we he's available? Take Aaron Rodgers easy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he wouldn't do the same thing as Brett Favre and throw a crossbody for a pick and pull a Brett Favre. Oh, you're talking about the championship game when yeah. he could have ran. He yes. could have ran for a first down, but yes. he threw an interception. Yeah, like yeah. to start crossbody. I was going for you guys. I wanted Minnesota to be in it so bad. I was so pissed. That was our Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was ego-driven right there. Yeah, he could have ran for it, but he's going, I'm going to do it with my arm. Yeah. He was trying he was to be Pat Mahomes, Mahomes before there was a Pat Mahomes. All season, he was yeah. not Brett Favre. He was just amazing. And then, <laughs> then he does a sidearm. He couldn't do the Pat Mahomes, could he? No, definitely <laughs> Like Tony Romo trying to well, trying to spot I'm, the ball for the football I'm virtually kick. rooting for a Super Bowl four rematch. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, you too, man. Hey, the... Uh, check us out. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and uh, send me an email if you ever if you want to call us up and talk about the game. More than welcome to. Okay, cool. Okay, Thank two douchebags and microphone.net. I won't forget that. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to forget. It. Have a great day. Enjoy your stay here. All right. <laughs> this is great doing this on a weekend. I have I like a this. Saturday off coming up in a, in like not next week but the week mm-hmm. after. If you want to, let's plan on doing this again. Yeah, we'll make sure they don't interfere with one of these games we're predicting. Are they playing some of the games on Saturdays now? There's a lot of games here. They I have to be playing weekend, them today and that's tomorrow. That's going to be two weeks. I think that might be Sunday games only. Yeah. I think we'll be able to get away with it. I think this one, there's games on today. There is, and I think there might be one on right now. Let me see if there's any scores. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, it might be 3 o'clock. Hang on, let's find out. Yeah, sometimes they do like 3 o'clock and 7 o'clock, and then on Sunday they do the midday. Yeah, so in other words, if the game's coming on or getting ready to come on, we're wrapping this bitch up. Fuck you guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's so nice not having to work on Saturdays. I always hated that this time of year. I missed the playoffs. Yeah. And you don't, you don't get good radio reception of me either. <laughs> yeah. And let's see. Okay, three thirty is the first game, so you guys are safe. We're going to still go. Yep. Still a go. Hey, and that means we're being legit. We're making the predictions before the games happen. That's right. We really are. Yeah. So the final, okay. Cowboys v. Bucks. I think this is a Monday night game. Oh yeah, I think it is. You're right. Yeah. Because there's quite a bit of hubbub about that. And I kind of agree with them. That's a definite disadvantage. And let's say if you play because of the way it turns out and your opponent, mm-hmm. you have to play on a Saturday. That's not very much time. Well, earlier in the season, the Bucks were supposed to go and play a game in Germany. Yes. And Tom Brady said, no, I don't want to. So the league rescheduled. Oh, yeah, that's right. Why doesn't he just do that now? Why doesn't he go to the league and say, no, I don't want I to. Think he's on, I think he's on good behavior um, because he's actually in the playoffs and he wants a little favor. We'll because the, he has been smudged around a lot, and yeah. he may not be the darling anymore. Yeah. Actually, Josh Allen may be the darling. Everyone's discovering that Tom Brady's shit really does stink. Yes. So, but yeah, that that was uh, earlier in the season. Tom Brady said it was inconvenient for him to play a game in Berlin. Yeah, that's right. So they changed the schedule of both teams and everybody and everything and sent two other teams over there in their place. That's the kind of clout Tom Brady is used to having in the NFL. Oh, I don't like it. Change everything for me. Yeah. So why doesn't he just do the same thing right now? Oh, yeah. it's because they don't give a shit about him anymore. That's right. <laughs> yep. yep, that's it right there. Yeah. Well, on the, the Cowboys-Bucks, gosh, can they both lose? Is there a way both maybe of them can like, a, eliminate each maybe other? Maybe they'll just keep playing and get so hurt that they have to do a tie and they both get eliminated. That'd be great. Oh, here's what could happen. Midway through the first quarter, somebody on the Bucks team is going to have some sort of devastating injury. And they're going to have to stop the game. And then Tom Brady's going to lead everyone back into the locker room. And then they're going to say, oh, this one doesn't count. <laughs> wow, have they ever done that? Oh, wait a minute. They just did. That's uh, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. They can do that. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I can I can see a scenario, maybe not in this playoffs, but in a playoffs coming up where an injury happens, they stop the game, and they say, okay, both teams get to advance. We'll just do redo when the CD. When it's to their advantage, yeah. like they have two darlings that they don't uh-huh. want one to lose. Yeah. Yeah, two Cinderella teams meet in the first round. It's like, we don't want to kick any either one of these no, no, out. No, no, no. We're going to just have a, yeah. have a no game and the we fun can't part, possibly fit yeah. it in. So. And, you know, the fun part of that is any bets placed on that game, nobody wins them. That's all those right. bets go away because the game never happened. go away, yep. Yeah, yeah. Bookies win. Sure. Well, in this game, I'm going to say, oh, God, I hate it. The Cowboys. Ugh, uh, I can't stand gonna, either team, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope the Cowboys knock the Bucks out because the sooner the, Tom Brady's out, the better. That's why I feel too. I'd either even rather the Cowboys win, but I'm gonna go with the Bucks. I'm yeah. sorry, I gotta go with her. Been there, done that. Even as bad as Tom Brady's been, yeah. and shaky and his personal life, everything. Well, I still think he's going to find a way to nut up and beat the Cowboys. Here's the first one we disagree on, then, or the only one we disagree yeah. on. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Cowboys, and I think they're going to rattle Brady to where late in the game Brady's going to make mistakes and the Cowboys won't. Okay. I think the Cowboys know how to overcome bad play by their quarterback because they've been doing <laughs> it all year. True. 
the Bucks can't Actually, survive without that's one hell, You know what? That's one hell of a point. Mm. We're winning despite this guy here. Yeah. And the Bucks can only win with Tom Brady on his game. Kind of like the Chiefs did in the 90s, yeah. for the most part. Mm -hmm. Despite Bono, we still went 13-3. Yes. and three. Yeah. He, he, didn't, he didn't contribute much to those wins. Yeah. And they, you know, Cowboys got where they are with Dak Prescott being, you know, pretty mediocre yeah. this year, especially with all his absences. So I don't think the Bucks can stand up against him if anything happens to Brady, and I'm pretty sure something's going to happen to Brady. He's going to get knocked down three or four times, and it's going to rattle him, and he's going to get sore, and oh, he's going to get pissed, to and he's going to start thinking about next year, and I don't want to be hurt for next year. I want him to get hit so bad he shits himself. Oh, And he has awesome. to go back to the locker room and change. Well, um, uh, I've actually seen that. Well, Chase Daniel in is in there. I've, yeah. I've seen replay of a football game where a guy leaps for the end zone. You know, he's in the air, somebody hits him, and the brown stain just instantly appears in his shorts. <laughs> that poor guy. I want Tom Brady to shit himself <laughs> I while Chase too. Daniel throws a touchdown. <laughs> Chase Daniel, we're talking about the hero that saved some lives. Yeah. A helicopter crash into the bay. Chase mm -hmm. Daniel and his brothers saved the people yeah. out of the bay. So the Bucks, Bucks deserve to lose. Yes, yes. Except I want Chase Daniel still to throw two touchdowns, but the but Tampa Bay still lose. Yeah. While Brady's in the locker room changing his fucking shorts because he got hit so hard he shit himself. Oh, I have a better idea. Yeah. I want Tom Brady to throw another tantrum on the sideline like he did earlier this year where he started smashing. And his coach hits him. him in the head. No, I want Tom Brady to lose control and hit somebody else. I want to have him, like, swinging a helmet around or but throwing a tablet and accidentally smash into the head of, like, some young woman who's just, you know, giving out water bottles. <laughs> I want that to look just really horrible on Tom Brady. He punched out this 20-year-old girl. But can he still <laughs> shit himself? Yes. Okay. All yeah. right. Maybe when he gets arrested. You got yourself a deal. That's yeah. it. <laughs> After he gets arrested, yeah. he gets hit with a baton because yeah. he's fighting him, and then he shits himself on live TV. Yeah. Like the uh, okay. that play the other day where that uh, player was coming off the sideline and just clocked his head coach in the jaw real hard. That was a Bills game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I imagine Tom Brady just you know losing it and throwing stuff around the sideline, and he yeah. flings something off to the side and it just beams somebody and breaks their nose. And <laughs> yeah. the replay over and over of it's Tom like the Brady breaking somebody's nose. She's only nose. like fourteen yes. and she has MS. Yes. <laughs> and they they have her on there as a special. Promo. Oh, yep. we got this girl that inflicted with this horrible disease. And then he throws his helmet. He's so mad it hits her in the face. Yep. Yeah. Something he can't apologize his yeah. way out of. Yes. See, when he broke those Microsoft tablets on the sideline, he had to run, apologize. Two, he had to pay for the tablets and the fine. And three, Microsoft told him, you will never damage our equipment again because... We want them to be shown. Did that as, really happen? Oh yeah, because Microsoft wants those tablets to work to to be shown as working flawlessly, working always, never breaking. Oh yeah, down, you're right. Because that's part of the agreement. That, yeah, that's they part of the agreement. They get them for free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when Tom Brady bashed his the Microsoft Surface tablet on the sideline, it showed that the sponsor's product can be broken, yeah. and Microsoft hates that. Well, what about uh, what about week four? 
uh, when uh, the uh, offensive coordinator for the Bills, mm-hmm. Miami beat him, uh-huh. but just barely, and it was because of some confusion on the field. Oh, and he was smashing it up in yeah, the yeah. press booth. I yeah. wonder what happened to him. He got fined as well. He got fined, but he wasn't so prolific, so he didn't have to right. probably go through all the stuff that Tom Brady did. But a big name like Tom Brady, when he's trashing your sponsor's product on the sideline, yeah, that They're going to get a talking to, yeah. 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 If you'll notice, if you're watching a TV show and like on the back of somebody's laptop, you can see the company logo mm-hmm. and identify it, guaranteed that laptop will never malfunction in yeah. the course of the show. If the sponsor's name is on it, it will be shown as perfect. I agree. If they want to show something crapping out, they put a fake logo on it. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So they make a big deal. You know, and you'll notice the sideline reporters will even say the full name. He's looking at his Microsoft Surface tablet. They have to say the full name. And there was earlier in the in the season, <laughs> there was a woman on one talk show who referred to it as an iPad. <laughs> she got roasted big time. Like, oh, yeah. no, that's the sponsor's product. you got to name the exact right name because they're paying for that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take notes of these. Yeah. And then our next podcast that we do um, after this, we're going to uh, make fun of ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Unless we hit them all right, and then we're going to batter Well, there's one of us that, there's one game that one we of us is it, yeah. definitely going to lose. So we're not going to be in it exactly 100%. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. We uh, have some odd questions, or I have a bizarre story to go into. Which one? Fielder's choice, Christopher uh, Topher. Uh, let's go with some questions. Okay. All right. My bizarre story I really need to write out anyhow. It's about a party that was thrown a long time ago and the shenanigans that ensued. So I need to write it out. I need to think about it and call some people and get their take on it. Yeah. One of them is Davey, who was the uh, um, infiltrator of all the shenanigans, <laughs> the originator of all the shenanigans, because I was passed out on pure grain. Oh. And he came over and woke me up and made me be a part of the shenanigans. <laughs> so... All right, so then, until then, you get Horrible Questions, Volume 5? Five's good enough. Okay, Volume 5. Yeah. One question here, the first one. To what degree have you been able to control the course that your life has taken? Ah, you know, probably not as much as I think I have. I agree with that 100%. I I feel like I've... I, I feel like I've made important decisions and guided the course of my life but man in most cases it was you know only one choice seemed realistic at the time so that's one I went with what if I've always been just presented with one good alternative and three really horrible ones that would steer me where I someone wanted me to go it's 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 tough to how do you really know what's a thought of your own and what is it you really don't know I mean, you assume, but you really don't know. And I'll go back to what I was talking about presidents, about whoever won. Mm -hmm. Or you really think we're that much different than we would have been if Trump had won? Not really. No. About the same. No. Pretty much small things, yeah, here and there. Yeah. Pretty much life is about the same. It's like throwing a block of ice into your swimming pool. It has a little bit of effect, but really. Yeah, but not that much. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is the same. I think we think we have more control than what yeah. we really do. So I'm, I'm going like to say I'm probably no... about half half of 
I, I'd say I have about a 50% control over where my life Me goes. too. I'll put it like this. All right, let's say I lose weight and start eating right and everything. I'm mm-hmm. trying to hold off any type of major ailments, getting older. I walk to my car and I get hit by someone looking at their phone. And yeah. I die right there. Doesn't matter everything if you're overweight, diabetic, it, head yeah. cancer. Mm. Everything that I did to preempt it didn't matter. Yeah. So... I'm going to say you're right, 50-50, maybe even 60-40. Yeah, because there's so much out of our control. just out of our control. And so many things that we're manipulated into that we don't realize. I'm going to go 60-40 out of our control. 40% we have control of. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm comfortable with it. Okay, is Earth alive? Hmm. I'd say it no. It presents a lot of the the uh, effects of a living thing, but I'd say the Earth as a planet is not alive. I say that this is one of those rare occasions where the parasites are only only ones alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog died, but the fleas are still on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or if the dog was never really alive or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Yeah. This one. That, that was a good question, but yeah. we can't really go that in-depth with it. It's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah. Number three, is it possible to know what is truly good and what is truly evil? No, I don't think it really is. Because just about anything that can be done, you could concoct a scenario where it's the wrong thing to do or the right thing to do. You, yeah, you could build a case on anything if you yeah. wanted to bad enough. Yeah. People do all the time. Look at attorneys. Yeah. Attorneys take someone who's fucking horrible and make them the victim every day. Mm. Picture a time traveler that goes back to a certain point in history and he knows that the worst killer in the history of the world is going to be born, but he doesn't know when or where. Mm. So he just goes and starts killing all sorts of newborn kids and eventually wipes out that, that one person who would have eventually destroyed the whole planet. Maybe that's what Hitler was doing. Maybe he came back from the future and there was a Jewish kid that was going to be born that would destroy the whole planet and kill everybody. But he didn't know exactly who he was, so he just started killing all of them to make sure the planet lived. Maybe maybe he was successful. And of course that's not what happened, but you could concoct a scenario. There have been movies made exactly like that. We've got to present that right. This is not Uh what we believe. No, this is is an alternate scenario. Uh, Think of the movie Chronicles of Riddick, Uh where the... The main bad guy has been told that a person of a certain uh, race is going to be the one that kills and overthrows him. So he goes and kills everyone of that race. That's right. Yeah. And it, it turns out to not work because you know someone slips through the crack. But see, movies have made 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 like that already. And. What if the prophecy had been someone of this race is going to emerge, cha- kill you, challenge you, take over your empire, and then destroy the known universe, and everybody's going to die? Well, then stakes are different. You've got to take their word for it, but, you know, that's just a, a, a quick and crude example of how, unless you know the absolute complete story, how do you know what the ramifications are? That's this bad right. thing might wind up doing great in the future. Now, this great thing you're doing right now might lead to horrible consequences 50 years from now. You, you don't know. That little kid you saved from drowning three weeks ago might grow up to assassinate the president. Yeah, that's right. You don't know. You 
can't know. You just gotta, uh, you just gotta act in the moment. I guess you can only determine, you know, what's the right thing, what's the wrong thing in this moment. But as far as eternal good, eternal evil, definite this way or that, nah, I, I don't buy it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, trying to expand on that. Um, okay, killing a snake. Mm-hmm. Some people view that as good mm-hmm. because it could be poisonous. Let's say you don't know. But also, what if that snake isn't poisonous mm-hmm. and it kills a lot of pests yeah. that would hurt us? I guess that's a very kind of odd way of... There's probably a better way of putting it that I'm really not grasping right well, here, now. Well, here's, here's a way to put it. Someone get, he sees a uh, possum in their yard and they overreact and say, this possum's going to hurt my kids and they kill the possum and get rid of it. Okay, the possum is not there to eat all the ticks out of the yard. So the kids, the, the guy's kids go out in the yard, get Lyme disease, and die. So he thought he was doing the right thing by getting the possum away. Oh, so a classic who's kids. to say. Yeah. Yeah. But because the possum wasn't there, his kids got a tick bite and got Lyme disease. So he made the problem worse thinking he was making it better. That's right. Because he didn't understand what all was going on. Okay. Yeah, well, that's a good example right yeah. there of what is good and evil. You yeah. really can make a case for anything. Or like in your example, the snake that you killed, maybe later that day it was going to go find a bird's nest and eat the eggs, therefore keeping a certain bird from being born and growing up and flying into your car later and making you swerve off the road and crash into a tree. That's a good example right You there. just don't know. Yeah. It's a classic <laughs> who's to say. Yeah, yeah. Butterfly effect. Butterfly Effect. Yep, that's another good one. That was a fun movie. I, it was a good movie. If you haven't movie. seen Butterfly Effect, you know, try to get the one that doesn't have the happy, feel-good ending. Yeah, get the real one. It, yeah. The one I call the real one. Yeah. Okay, number four. If we learn to improve from our mistakes, why are we so afraid to make them? We both love this one That's a, a good question, you know, because that's, that's something you're always taught. Oh, learn from your mistakes. And you're also taught, don't make mistakes. But... At the same time, you learn better from your some own mistakes the, than somebody else's. Some of the best, uh, <laughs> some of the best bosses or foremen or whatever mm-hmm. teachers I've had in my life have always said you're going to make mistakes. Mm. Just don't do them twice. Yeah. Try not to do them twice. Yeah. That is funny. I think basic at its basic core, making mistakes and learning from them is good, and that's the right way you should do it. But the being afraid to make mistakes comes from fear of ridicule by your peers. Yes. And that yes. relates to being and, afraid and looking of looking foolish. Yeah. Looking like you don't know what you're doing. Looking like a crazy old fool. Looking like a whatever. Yeah. yeah. I now, agree. That could have some... I mean, you should pay attention to that when your status depends on what other people think of you. Like, they're going to throw me out of the tribe and I'm going to survive on my own because they think I'm a weirdo. But... In our current society, we have the luxury of not giving a damn what other people think. So if I make a mistake and somebody criticizes me for it, I don't feel bad. I just like, I don't care about your opinion. (laughs) I make plenty of mistakes when I'm playing my drums, and I learn from them. I'll slow down, I'll go back, I'll work on it, I'll redo it. 
if I make a mistake during a performance that irritates me because other people have heard it and they may form an opinion that I'm not so good of a drummer. But that passes very quickly because then I realize, eh, I'm never going to see these people again anyway. Why do I care what they think? (laughs) I'm going to get paid whether or not they like me. (laughs) So when you let go of what you of uh, caring about other people's opinions, then I think you lose the fear of making mistakes. I would agree. Do you ever really do anything out of your own conscious choice? Are we always in control of uh, stimulation or motive? Wow, that's another good one. Because there's a lot of things we do that we just do because our instincts or our training or our... our, uh, experience tells us to do and we don't even give a conscious thought I guess there are some things that we do with conscious thought yeah you know, we decide oh, okay I'm going to risk the the bad part in order to get the good part so I'm going to go ahead and do this I guess when you're acting against your immediate best interest that's probably where you're doing a lot of the self-determination as opposed to reacting to stimulus yeah yeah I would agree yeah because if it's always in your immediate best interest, then you're just, it's just all knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, these are good. I like thinking about these. I do, too. Sorry, I'm Very, kicking the table here. Man. Uh, that's all right. Very <laughs> interesting um, to think about it because it really makes you really think on different ways. Of, yeah. Yeah. And realize how much you're not really in control of absolutely everything you do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just like I said, you know, I can diet and exercise all I want, but I walk across the road and someone's looking at their phone and wipes me out. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Can you just stay in your house all the whole time and be afraid of that? No. Yeah. You have to go out. You have to live. Mm-hmm. So, anyhow, okay, this one I really, really like. Yeah. Did you arrive at this point in your life because you willed it or because you were destined to it? I'm going to say through will and choice me too I think a destiny is a product of will and choice yeah so I think destiny is always in fluctuation where you can have A, B or C outcome yeah so when you're there that's your destiny but you know maybe that's your destiny but you could have had another destiny if you would have done things a little bit differently and I think that's true with everybody no matter what where you are whatever I kind of look at it as we're, we're driving down a very, very wide road. And the things that are in our destiny are ahead of us in the road, but they're not taking up the whole road. So we can choose to hit them or we can choose to go around them. There are some things that are taking up the whole road and we're just going to hit them no matter what. Yeah. But a lot of what we see is in our destiny and our futures, they're a choice to be made. I agree. So... Without getting into the whole, you know, things out of our control, like the sun blowing up or anything like that, I, I think <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of uh, destiny is a set of possibilities, but I don't think it's automatically what's going to happen to you. And okay. your your destiny may not include what other people's destiny includes. It's not like everything's available for everyone. So that's kind of how I see. It. But what do I know? Uh, you know what your guess is as good as mine yeah. on this I mean it sounds good to me I'm going to go with it I like thinking about it it flexes my brain a little bit it really does if we need to follow rules at all costs 
then why do we make exceptions to these rules? Oh, yeah. And, you know, that drove me crazy way more than it should have uh, when I was working, is seeing the rules in place, following the rules, and then just oh, seeing believe me. casual disregard under whatever special circumstances came up. I agree. It just uh, yeah. it pissed me off. It's like, if you're going to break the rules, then I get to any time when I feel like it. Otherwise, oh, no. nobody gets to. That's always pissed me off yeah. so bad mm-hmm. is um, that right there. Not at my current job. That doesn't go on, but my last one is like, oh, yeah, yeah. This has to be done right. Well, not today. We really need this to go out. Yeah. Yeah, eh, fuck that. It either is or it isn't, but that's why places like that yeah. fail. Well, you know, I think the better way to, to classify it is... Quit pretending rules are hard and fast and should always be followed no matter what. Yeah. Because there is no absolute. So quit whether you need to come up with a different word than rule, make guideline or whatever, or just yeah. you know make it understood like here's the rule. However, this rule can and will be broken under certain circumstances because no one rule applies to everything. Mm-hmm. And if they talk about it that way, and you know present it to you right at the beginning. It's like, you know, here are the rules. We're going to break them if we need to under certain circumstances. And then it's a matter of, did this circumstance really justify that or are you just trying to make friends with this guy? Like, you have to put in a week's notice to get a day off, but he got a day off with two hours notice. Okay, you broke the rules. Why? Because it was the right thing to do or is because he's your brother-in-law? Well, (laughs) they had special circumstance, but I can't really get into it. Oh, our two douchebags went off there. Yeah. And then uh, they can't get into it, you know, means uh, they don't have to tell you what excuse worked. Yeah, they don't want to tell you because, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm good. Why does anything exist? Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Something that I've learned from uh, both of my kids who studied physics and stuff way more than I did in school, um, we're used to the physical laws. You know, you throw something and it falls. You know, gravity exists, magnetism exists, you know, the light's on, you can see it, the light's off, you can't. But when you get down to, I mean, that works when you get as far as, you know, the atoms that make up everything. All the rules still apply. But when you break the atoms apart, all the rules change. Mm-hmm. All those physical laws just, they change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really think that things exist because of a byproduct of interactions that are going on. Existence wasn't the idea. Existence wasn't the end product that anybody was looking for. It just kind of happened. Just like, you know, you set off a bomb, you get a flash of light, and you get a big wall of sound, and then you get the destruction of the explosion. We didn't need the light. You didn't need the sound. They just kind of happened. I think physical existence is just a byproduct. And it works out great for us, but it's not necessary. I think, you know, things have a reality without physical existence. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, unless you want to say God created this physical existence for us to live in and, and live our lives, but at the same time, I think this was just kind of a, an accidental byproduct. 
like you know you're washing your car and you formed a puddle and a tadpole grew in that puddle that wasn't what you were going for but it just kind of happened didn't hurt anything you know? <laughs> I think we're the little pond off to the side that nobody was really planning on <laughs> well without getting too far into it I think there's different forms of existence true true it depends on how deep you want to go there's this existence then there's other existences mm-hmm. there's existences that we'll never know yeah because we just can't we're not physically or mentally capable of it yeah so I think everything exists because of reasons mm-hmm. but we don't necessarily know them yeah. so the question why does everything why does anything exist can't be answered no, by we, anyone really we can just kind of approximate we can give a, a guess but we're never going to be capable of knowing why we can give so. it to God if you want if you believe in God then mm-hmm. give it to God and say alright you know why but I don't think we know why Yeah. I don't think we'll ever truly know why and it would take an intellect and a mind like God's to understand yeah, understand why the vast amount of information relationships all that stuff yeah it's not something we're capable of all we can ever do is get a dumbed down version yeah and that means stuff is left out and this is just existences we know about that's true that's true yeah you know we see things on our own time scale yeah. when a tree it's microscopic existences yeah. There are things that happen, you know, within the span of like three seconds. Mm-hmm. There are things that happen over the course of a thousand years, neither of which we can see or experience, but it's reality, it has an effect, it, it means something, but it's outside of our... Uh, our realm of anything. Yeah, we can't detect it, so we don't know it. Yeah. Mm, interesting. This next one I have several answers to. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? You go ahead and I'll see what I... What is the purpose and meaning of time? Hmm. I don't think we truly know. Um, It sounds like a cop-out, but what, what we all consider time, which we consider the passing of one moment to the next, you know, the line going from past through present to the future... That isn't really what time is. That's just how we get a handle on something that's happening. I agree. So from that perspective, what we consider time and the passage of time isn't real. So that itself doesn't have a purpose. But the actual reality of time is it's just one more component that makes up reality. Time, gravity, force... All these things work together. You can't have space without gravity. You can't have gravity without time. I mean, they're all interconnected. You know, you change time and you change space, gravity, everything. And changing time is beyond our capabilities. We're just capable of interpreting it different ways. When we're bored, we interpret time as moving very slowly. When we're excited and having fun, we interpret time as moving fastly. But there's a very real argument that time really isn't moving. It's just that's how it looks to us. I agree. 
That's so, what I was going to go into. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not really knowing and, and just being satisfied, well, this is the best I can come up with because I can't understand it. Bingo. And I'm okay saying I don't know. We don't know because of this. The time that we go, like, let's say I walk up to you and go, hey, what time is it? Uh, it's 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? No, because people's just decided that we should use this measure of time in these, you know, segments of times. You go anywhere else in the universe, and they have no idea what three o'clock means. Exactly. Like I don't know. I'm right here. Uh, whatever this is. Uh, okay. So let's go back to God. If you believe in God, then He created the heavens and earth, and He waited while He created everything else. Mm-hmm. To us, that's time. Maybe that's not time to go. No. Maybe that's just like, you know what, I'll figure it out. Get to it. He's not saying time. Yeah. Here's a good way that that really was a breakthrough for me. There was a movie where a guy would experience a certain day. He would start at the point where he wakes up in a military uh, gathering area. Mm -hmm. And he is being forced into a combat unit where he has to go out and fight off these aliens. During the course of that, he gets killed. And when he dies, he resets to the moment that morning when he started out, woke up in the combat uh, gathering area. And so the movie continues, kind of, you know, Groundhog Day style. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's not that he dies at the end of each day. You know, it could take hours or it could take days. But when eventually he dies, he resets. Now later in the movie, he is so much more in tune to it that instead of living the day to the point where he dies and having to reset, it becomes just a kind of foggy realm of possibilities around him. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't have to live that day to see how it ends out. He can look and see. It's yeah. like, okay, if I go down this path, I'm in three days, I'm going to die this way. If I go down this path, uh, oh, I can see, you know, five weeks ahead, I'm still doing fine. Now, the same, exact same thing was happening to him as when he was living the day and dying. He was just interpreting it differently. Oh, wow. So nothing had changed. It's just he saw it differently. Whereas before, he would go down the path and live that whole day. Now he just looks at it. Wow. So it's the exact same phenomenon, but now he has a, a totally different perspective on it. Now he can see and I choose. Get it, I get it, yeah. It's like, instead of stumbling blind. Yeah. So when I saw that, I thought, oh, that is so cool. Nothing has changed except how he's perceiving it. And now he knows that, how to is that read what time it is? look at it. I think... I think the time is just possibilities. Could be. Yeah. Um, and wherever you are in time is whatever possibilities I'm going to put up. this down as it's impossible for us to know. Yeah, I agree with that. It's impossible, and let, let alone, let's say we do know, but we don't. Yeah. How are you going to prove it? Yeah, yeah. You can never know how somebody else is thinking and interpreting something in their brain, so how do you know if you've ever gotten so your point across? So isn't it all perspective? It is. So much of it is just yeah. personal perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. But we, it exists only to us and how we perceive it. Yeah. 
but large groups like you know totalitarian governments, churches, they don't want you to have own your own individual interpretations. They want you to accept the standard interpretation. Exactly, and, and that's exactly what we have. Is this? They yeah. say it's three o'clock. It's fucking three o'clock. So yeah. yeah, and we live this way now because that works out to somebody's advantage, not ours, but somebody else's. most things are. <laughs> most of the traditions and conventions we have is because it worked out well for somebody else to do it that way and we just keep doing it that way. <laughs> okay, this next one it's impossible. That's even better. Okay. Four human accomplishments have a long-term universal significance or when we uh, or when we die, you know, is everything gone including what we've achieved? I say I, no. I, I say no. I think it, I think things continue. Uh, when you've when you've created a thought, an idea, something that didn't exist before, uh, that's permanent. Whether or not everyone looks at it or thinks about it or remembers it doesn't matter. It's still been created. Yeah, to me, it's, it's kind of a two-parter on that yeah. way. So it's kind of impossible how anyone's going to interpret anything or what type of ripple effect it has. But I would say the bottom line of this is, yes, it does go on. Now, how long and for how far depends on what it is and who it is. Yeah. I mean, you could even make the argument, say, say you write a book uh-huh. and you don't show it to anybody. And as soon as you finish the book, you throw it in the fire and burn it all up. Uh-huh. So no one ever gets to read it, but you still created it. It still happened. You still yeah. did it. It still had a reality. And whatever you wrote down on those pages doesn't disappear just because you burned the pages. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still something that was created, existed, and it influences your thoughts, your life, how you move and do things, yeah. and by extension, everybody else around. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of degree. You know, some things have you know huge, enormous, significant impact, but I think everything does. No, nobody has a meaningless and purposeless existence. Yeah, that's true. Everything makes a difference. I agree. And finally, all right. Why do people have to die? And I went ahead and chose this whether we go on to another subject or mm-hmm. end this podcast afterwards. I think this is a perfect one to end this. So, why do people have to die? Okay, I've got two answers to that, that that fit with each other. The rest of the questions I'll repurpose them on another list. I would say the number one reason why things have to die is to make room for the next. It's the only way things grow, progress, and change is for the next generation to be different. So if you kept the old generation around, then you can't have growth and change. Um, The second reason is that this isn't all there is. If this was all there is, then there would be a good reason to just live forever. Mm -hmm. But since this isn't all there is, we finish our time here, we move on. Uh, It could be something as, as you know fun as you wake up in a, a nice comfortable room and you're still yourself and you had talked to people that you knew in your life etc or it could be something as strange and unfamiliar as you become just part of a giant mind 
and your existence is still there, but you're sharing it, and your existence is so completely different from anything you know that there's no way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be something in between, or something totally different, who knows? But I think the re- I think a, a significant reason why we die is so we can progress. You know, we've done all we can in this form, in this shape, in you know, this version of ourselves. Time to move on. Yeah. Okay. It's comforting anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, I think everything's a cycle. The yeah. earth, you have uh, four seasons. Even in Florida, even though they yeah. act like they only have one season, they have four seasons. You know, including like a rainy season, a not-so-rainy season, a hotter-than-fuck season, no, and then a, a very warm season, and then a, yeah. Yeah, so, they have seasons. Yeah. So, I think, like, people's lives are seasons. And I think it was President Reagan um, when he uh, was diagnosed with advanced Alzheimer's. Uh He said, so I began the sunset of my life. Mm -hmm. He he viewed it, and he was a very smart man. I don't agree with everything that he done, but he was very smart. He wasn't very intelligent. No, no. He viewed his life as a cycle of seasons. And that stuck with me when he said that because it's really profound. I'm like, wow. I go, he's pretty much comparing himself to the earth mm-hmm. and everything and being a part of it. Mm-hmm. And he is a devout Christian, supposedly. And I, I think I believe him. I think he was. Yeah. The whole cycle of life thing. Circle yes. of life, cycle of life, yeah. whichever one it is. Yeah. So I tend to go with that. Is it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be. Mm-hmm. What our job is to help everybody else along because people helped us. And I think the death of, of things and people around us is part of what shapes us into what we are. Exactly. And it makes us take responsibility. Makes us, makes us stand up, be good yeah. people, makes us yeah. know what to do, not to do, Yeah. what to do, what, all of that. Yes. Yeah. And the people who didn't have such of a good example growing up, mm-hmm. um, sometimes that's exactly what they get in life too. Yeah, and it, it's pretty it's pretty clear. I mean, with a, even a basic understanding of how bodies and life works, that none of us are designed to last. Humans, no. dogs, you know, the more you palm go trees, along, anything. None of it's designed to last. A, for a very long time. I mean, we start to disintegrate like paper you throw on the ground. It's the way we were made, designed, it's built into our bodies at a certain point, this shuts off, you know, at a certain point, you don't reproduce anymore. At a certain point, you lose your hearing. At a certain point, you become weaker. You know, it's all... And at a certain point, life cannot keep, or science cannot keep you alive. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're meant to die. We're born with an expiration date. Just because we don't have the lifespan of a tadpole doesn't mean... Yeah. That, you know. Yeah. Compared to an oak tree, we live very, very brief lives. Yeah. And the oak trees would probably feel sorry for us if they could. Yes. You know, like the mayfly that has like three days. You know, it lives, you know, a few months in the water as a nymph, then it emerges as a fly. It has about three days to reproduce. Yeah, that's it's done. It doesn't even have a mouth or a digestive system because it's not designed to eat and live. It's designed to reproduce and then die. And then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, if humans... Probably one day there will not be that type of a fly. Yeah. You know, there's, there's all sorts of animals that have died out. Yeah. And here's another 
cute fact, extinction happened long before humans got involved. Not everything that goes extinct is because of people. Yeah, but everybody (laughs) changes it. Uh, Well, not everybody, but people that don't think about it change it into humans did this, humans did that. Humans had nothing to do with dinosaurs. No. No, we're really not that big and powerful and influential. We like to to think we're a lot more big and powerful than what we are, and we like to think that we had a hand in a lot of stuff that we had no way possible of having a hand in. Well, think of climate change. Mm Mm-hmm. It took billions of us and almost a hundred years of industrial living to make the little change we've seen so far. Yeah, that's true. That's how little influence we have. Now, we have made a change. We have made a difference, you know, to some degree. It's debatable how much. But yeah. it, it shows how just because, you know, this, this person rose and led this movement, he didn't change the world necessarily. <laughs> he influenced a, a certain amount, but yeah. if you look at that amount, the amount of influence is probably nothing. Yeah. We perceive to maybe look at it as different, mm-hmm. which is going on a little bit different avenue than what we're talking about right now. Yeah. But I heard true. the I heard the story of the guy who came up with the religion, uh, the Seventh Day Adventists. You heard uh-huh. of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. he did some. Uh, he read the Bible and, and looked some facts up and decided that you know Christ is going to return in this field right here on this date and this time, and we should all give away our earthly positions and show up there and wait for him to come. And everyone, you know, his followers did, and of course he didn't show up. It's like, oh, well, I made a mistake. I just, you know, I must have meant this. So he came up with a different date, and all of his followers did that again, and they showed up, and Christ never came. They happened over and over, and this eventually became the Seventh-day Adventists, and that's what the seventh day refers to is, you know, oh, well, this is the day Christ is coming back. Oops, not no, this wait, time. No, so. no, no, hang on. Yeah. It's still coming, I swear. Yeah. It's the wait for it. Wait for it. Now, you could say that this guy changed the world. That one man and his idea has founded a religion that is still observed around the world. Yeah, that's part of Christianity. However, what difference has that really made? Did the price of oil come down? Was gold easier to find? Did someone discover a a cure for flat tires because of it? What difference does it really make? This also goes back to how you perceive it, too. Yeah. Yeah, So, well, he changed the world. He made this... Well, yeah, but you throw a cup of water in the ocean, you've changed the ocean. But nobody can tell, Nobody can, they? can tell, yeah. No. You scoop a cup of water out of the ocean and throw it on the land. You've made the ocean level go down. But, but nobody not, can tell. Nobody can tell, yeah. No, it's, it's technically true, but utterly meaningless. Utterly meaningless, <laughs> I agree. Yep. All right. And there, again, one more fine episode of Two Douchebags and... One microphone. We are signing off, and uh, anyhow, um, uh, all our new listeners, thank you. I'm pretty sure today we have a few more after today. Very successful day at the market. Yeah, this is great. We're going to do another Saturday, not this uh, weekend coming up, but the one after that, I think it's like a 28th, somewhere along there. Feel free to come on down. Join us. Absolutely. Yeah. We got chairs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we'll talk to everybody soon. All right. Dig yourselves, baby. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez.
Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells. 